Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we look at just four verses, Mark 8, verses 27 through 30. Maybe you've taken on a large project before that you know is going to take many months or even two to three years, and you know the importance of milestones called progress reports so that you can assess how you're doing in pursuing the project goals. Well, I've seen this passage as a progress report of Jesus's ministry. As Jesus and the disciples continue to spread the gospel, Jesus turns to his disciples and springs the big question on them. He's been doing miracles that can only be done with divine authority and power. He's been teaching the people and the disciples with the kind of wisdom and authority never heard before on earth. So what was the impact? What's the progress toward the goal? Jesus summarized this with a single question. Who do people say that I am? Now, Jesus knew the misunderstanding of people was no indication of any kind of failure of his impact, but this was an opportunity also for the disciples to answer the same question. And as much as we hear about Peter's humiliation throughout Scripture, he nailed it at this moment. But Jesus gave credit to another. How does that work? If you know your Bible, you probably already know the answer, but it's always good to remind ourselves here is today's slice of the message entitled, Who Do People Say That I Am? The next verse in Matthew, Matthew sixteen seventeen, says, Jesus said to him, that's to Peter, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah. What that means is Simon, son of Jonah. So we know that Peter's dad was named Jonah. Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, because... Flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. This underscores another very important point. No one, that means no one, no one comes to understand who Jesus really is. No one comes to personal saving faith in Him except by the work of the Spirit of God. This is the work of God. You, you can't come to this point apart from God bringing you to faith. Now, He has put all the information in the Scriptures. It's all there, everything we need. Our job is to faithfully, lovingly proclaim the message to all who will listen. Our job is to urge people to examine the Scriptures for themselves. You know, that's still the very best way of evangelism, get people to read the Bible. (laughs) That's what God uses to bring people to Himself. It is the job of God Himself, though, working through His Holy Spirit to bring people to understanding. You can't do it. When I was a brand new Christian, I I was pretty convinced that God had given me the the, the spiritual gift of sanctified argumentation. (laughs) 
I was pretty sure if I could just get someone into the conversation, I could persuade them. Yeah. You know how bugs splatter on the windshield? I was the bug several times. Why? It's because it's beyond man's abilities to make someone understand the gospel. That's one of the horrible ideas today is that people don't believe the gospel because we're not clever enough. We're not relevant enough. No. Our job isn't to be clever and relevant. Our job is to speak truth in love, the truth of the gospel. God brings people to understand the gospel and come to the point of faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And even after over two years with Jesus, the disciples had to come to this full understanding by the supernatural work of God. It wasn't flesh and blood that revealed this to you. It was my Father who is in heaven. 1 Corinthians 2.14 puts it this way, But a natural man, that's apart from Christ, cannot accept the things of God, for they are foolishness to them, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised. It takes a work of the Spirit for someone to come to understand. And if you have come to faith in Jesus Christ, it's because God has miraculously, graciously opened your spiritual eyes. And if you've heard about Jesus for a long time, if you haven't yet come to that point, let me say to you, today is the day to call upon Him for grace and mercy, mercy and spiritual sight. I keep book of Hebrews says, today is the day of salvation. You might have heard many times, you might have resisted many times. Don't resist one more day, not one more time. Jesus said it this way in John 6, And by the way, after he said this, a lot of people walked away. He said this, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. And I will raise him up on the last day. God's work to do this. And then he, he says a few verses later, John 6, 65, For this reason I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted him from the Father. Now at that point you have people take a little irrational leap and they go say, see, the Bible teaches that some people can't believe and God created them just to send them to hell. What verse is that? My Bible says that Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest for your souls. He didn't exclude anybody. And he said, it's going to go to the whole world, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The invitation is wide open. If anybody goes to hell, it's their fault because they rejected God. And God graciously, miraculously, still accomplishes the work of salvation. Most important thing about you, which has the greatest bearing on your life now and for all of eternity, is your answer to that question, who do you say Jesus Christ is? What was Peter's words? 
You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You know, every, every word in that sentence is absolutely crucial. You is emphatic. The, the you, you can't put it in English without uh, circumlocuting quite a bit, but it means you and you alone and no one else. You are the one and only Savior. There are not many roads to heaven. There are not many ways of salvation. It's through Christ and through Him alone. The word are is significant. You are the Christ. That means He was and He is and He always will be the one and only Savior of the world. Like Hebrews 13.8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Always the one and only. You are the Christ. There's also a definite pronoun there, and it's emphatic. He is not a Christ. He's not one of many anointed ones. He's not a really good Savior among the many choices. He is the one and only one. And as the rest of the New Testament clearly warns, even before the end of the era of the apostles, there was a never-ending parade of false Christs and pseudo-saviors. Satan has always been willing to offer a smorgasbord. But there's only one who is the Christ. And remember, Peter added, the Son of the living God. He's not a Son of God. He's the Son of God, and He is God the Son. The deity of Jesus Christ and His identity as the Messiah, the Savior of the world, that is a non-negotiable absolute of the Christian faith. And anyone who has the audacity to stand in a pulpit in a Christian church and say, it's impossible to know who Jesus really is, is the blasphemer of the highest rank. Now, to not understand who He is, that's forgivable. That's fixable because the truth is there. But to read the truth and reject it, that is damning. It really does matter. Like we said, there were a lot of people in His day who had a positive reaction to Jesus They didn't reject Him, but they redefined Him, and they missed out. Unless you accept Him for who He is, you do not receive the salvation that only He can bring. Who do you say that Jesus Christ is? hope you get the answer right. If you have any questions about it, oh, would we love to talk to you. Next time, we'll start talking about His plans, what He did for you. The rest of this incident is... Well, maybe a little less exciting in the stand, from the standpoint of uh, the reaction of the apostles, but you'll see it when we get there. Let's pray. Father, thank You for sending Your Son, Your one and only Son, our one and only Savior, the One who died for each and every and all of our sins, the One who is coming again, the only One in whom there is eternal life. You know each of our hearts and you know the needs of our hearts. So please meet us at our point of understanding, our point of need today. And please give us the boldness, the grace, the wisdom to ask those around us, who do you say that Jesus Christ is? And then to introduce them to the Savior if they don't know Him. Have your way with us, we pray. In Jesus' name.
Amen. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.